Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the SDT Podcast. I am with my guys, Vince Carter, Sam Cassell, and I have Tim Duncan on the ones and twos. How are you guys doing today? Ballin'. Great. I, I love having a new last name. How's uh, how's retired life for you guys? You guys are... false advertisement. <laughs> I'm suing your podcast. You're also of many, many different variations of color from them. So just want to yeah. point that out too. <laughs> Uh, you mean I, I'm I used gonna to, stay this color? I, I remember in high school, I actually like would wear like carpenter jeans, but then like play basketball, and I actually could occasionally make a good, you know, a fancy shot. People started calling me Vince Carpenter because <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, teens are ruthless. So uh, hey, I don't man, wear carpenter I, jeans anymore. I just wear the regular ones. <laughs> I grew up in an era where I wore basketball shorts underneath my pants because you never oh, knew when yeah. you were ready for a game. You had exactly it all yeah. the time. Oh, at the, all times, yeah. Yeah, and the tearaway pants. I mean, come on, you got to you got to be super super ready. Uh, good that was only when pants. I was at the twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week we are going to be touching on the NBA. We are getting close to the playoff. Uh, that is, uh, I think maybe two months away. From looks like just about two two and a half months. Um, we're going to touch on a little bit of the uh, MLB. Uh, there's some interesting things going on with the new rules, and I think we should at least spend a few minutes on to it and uh the sharkies made a trade and they also acknowledge one of their greats as well so we'll be jumping into it and we got a fun little uh soccer update we got going on and football for both sides of the pond and uh wrapping up the day with some a fun little thing that we're going to uh have i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you guys in suspense you're just gonna have to wait you have to wait till the end of the episode for this one so all kinds of crazy magic we're gonna have to wait that's how i'm gonna make all the listeners fast forward to the very end of our video (laughs) (laughs) or maybe it's in the middle through the power of editing that's true (laughs) spooky remember it's never a mistake it's just a uh what is it a a happy 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 accident accident. yeah there you go kids there you go get kids. your ouija boards find out where this special segment's going to be guys <laughs> uh, we'll jump right into it here so with the nba uh i know we normally talk about warriors but i'd be remiss if i don't talk about damian lillard who went off against the uh worst team in the nba but they're also the youngest team i think the average age for them is like 22 years old so damian lillard goes off for 71 points six rebounds six of six six assists jesus Get it out there. And efficient <laughs> shooting of 22 of 38, 13 from 22, and 14 of 14 from the free throw line in 37 minutes. Pretty efficient. Um, good work. Shout out to Oakland Dame. You know, it's always Dame time. A uh, couple notes I want to point in here that I think is hilarious. He is the first player to make 400 feet worth of shooting in a single game. He shot 420 feet in a single game to give you an idea that's about four and a half nba courts that he shot during a game uh literally did a half court shot switched it no problems um also had a right uh, one-handed poster uh, i don't remember who it was shingun i think is who he did it on and then today he wakes up and the nba is asking to drug test damian lillard the random i'm doing the quotation marks random drug testing you know Uh, We see it in the NFL a lot where the random drug test happens after a monster game and uh, it it happens in the NBA too. So I'm not terribly surprised to hear that, that it happened, but it's, you know, Oh, come on, just let, let let them have some fun. You know, God damn. Can can a guy be a super mega star without, I don't know, getting drug, getting it questioned. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, to me, he played out of wordly. So you got to drug test that guy, you know, he's just an alien. That's, you know, that. so what, you know, have you not seen Space Jam? Have you not seen Space Jam? <laughs> what was the Which actor's one? name? One or two. Oh, definitely. The better one. What was the actor's name? Um, oh, my God. He was in uh, Jurassic Park and he's in he's in Space Jam and he comes in to try and help him out the very end. But he's completely useless. Oh, yeah. Um. God, I just remember him in, in Jurassic Park where he's like trying to escape, but then that's he crashes the Jeep or whatever is trying to like fix the fence. And then the spitter dinosaur comes out and gets him in the face and then eats him. Oh, his Wayne Knight. Wayne, Wayne Knight. Knight. Yeah. It's Wayne Knight. <laughs> 
that would be uh that would be all of us if we ever if we ever tried to uh step onto an nba court to try and help out any team um i also think too that we should advocate that the olympics should have an average joe i think we said this a few weeks ago i'm still bringing it back i want like an average guy doing the shot put so we can see the disparity between all free throws come from a normal guy. Yeah. So even if you yeah. get fouled, they got to bring out this like fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they look like midgets on the court next to them. They have them in a cage. Of like little people, on, little people. Oh, I'm sorry. Little people. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah, say, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'd be sensitivity fun. here. We're very sensitive here. That's right. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> uh, so to segue into this, make this work here. Uh, the Portland will be coming on down to the Bay Area, and they'll be playing against the Warriors uh, tomorrow, actually. Oh, well, if you're listening to it, I guess it's today. Uh, so, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. So uh, jumping into the Warriors week since uh, our last podcast here, they took a gigantic L uh, against the Lakers in L.A., 124 to 111. They then beat the worst team in NBA basketball. Uh, stop me if you heard me say that. Uh, the Houston uh, Rockets won 16 to 101, and then they uh, squeaked out a win the other night uh, against Minnesota 109 to 104. Currently 31 and 30, seventh in the West, 21 games left. What is your panic meter at, guys? I'm honestly, this is happening without Steph. Uh, I mean, y- you have to hope you, you, get, you get Steph back uh, sooner rather than later. But as long as they keep, you know, staying in it, if they're within striking range of not having to be in the playing tournament, you know, I mean, who knows what happens after that? So um, as long as they can avoid the play in tournament, um, they're going to be in. uh, I I think they'll be in a lot better shape. I hope they got Wiggins out. You know, Wiggins is out. Wiggins. We don't know when he's coming back. Uh, Dre uh, just got cleared uh, as well. Um, yeah. from his injury so he'll be back soon so you know I, i'm not really i think the way the warriors are looking at it is if they get in even through the playoff tournament um if they're healthy and if they got gary payton the second back um they get wiggins back they get steph back you know even if you're uh on the play-in uh you get past that you know and you're healthy um mate maybe you could go on another miracle run, but it just seems, I don't know. It's like, there's the, that's the optimistic approach that I have is like, you could just get in and if you're healthy, who knows? But the, uh, the other side is um, it's kind of scary that, you know, this could be the final season that, that uh, the Warriors team is, is together. Cause uh, you know, are, are you going to, are you going to bring back all three, all these pieces um, when you fell, short this season so something something's gonna break you know um so i'm i'm very reactionary uh and i i get it like when the lakers game i was upset you know because it's like we're playing as vince would say mid as fuck um but then i look at the records and you know second to tenth the whole west is mid (laughs) yeah the second this morning and it's like they win five games. They're in second place. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So second to 10th with 10th being the last uh, play in uh, seed there, it's five and a half games separate all of them. So yeah. it's one of the things I get upset and I look at the, the record. I'm like, we're not out of it. And we're certainly not, uh, you know, close to being eliminated either. So it's tough. I think uh, this reminds me of our fantasy football season. Yeah. Where literally everyone has a chance to make it. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, it's second and tenth was literally separated by two games in our fantasy league. Yeah, so, so. wild. Um, I guess I did panic when they played the Lakers and they got blown out. And the only reason why I'm panicking, I'm not panicking because I don't think this team could win a playoff series. I definitely think they can win a playoff series. My my concern is that you traded Wiseman because you didn't want to give him or you couldn't give him the runway that he needed. Right. But any team with a pretty formidable big man is, is dominating us. I mean, look at Minnesota. They had their third string center go for a career high of 30 points. Uh, and I think his name was Reed and they didn't even have towns or Gobert playing. So I want to, I want to 
talk about the Wiseman thing too. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, he doesn't, I mean, it's only been one game with Detroit. He looks exactly the same, you know, but it's only one game. So um, that really doesn't mean anything, but um, he, apparently he wasn't even getting on the practice floor with the starters. And apparently that's coming from the team itself that the starters, the Steph, Steph Curry, the Clay Thompson, the Draymond, um, it's, you know, for some of these, and that's what they're saying about Kaminga is that they're making the wrong decisions, that they're constantly making these mental errors, um, that the team feels like they should know by now. And that's why these guys aren't getting playing time and it kind of makes sense, but they're 20, 21 years old. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's how many, that's what's coming. Look, put it this way. When, when Draymond green became the main ball handler, like when he was first doing that and he would run up the court, I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember watching him with the ball and be like, Oh my God, he's going to turn it over. Like every time, like he is chaotic. He runs up and down the court. He's like Jordan Poole. We're like, when Jordan Poole has the ball, I think he's going to turn the ball over every time. So I, but we had to give Draymond that leeway. We had to give him that because he had not essentially, I mean, he did earn it. I mean, he did take, you know, Lee's job in the, in the playoffs because he was injured, but you know, we had to go through the growing pains, you know, I mean, Clay oh, no, Thompson man. couldn't and drive these guys to the have hoop. all been injured for a long time. And, and these young guys aren't sustaining minutes. So but Wiseman is, was injured too, though. That I'm, but it's not just Wiseman. It's the it's Moody, Kaminga. They're not getting as many minutes. Moody's not getting minutes because of his position. He's at a position where there is too many people on the depth chart at his height and at his position. Not to say that Moody, when Moody goes out there, he's he plays aggressive. He plays to try and stay on the court. It's just that there's just not enough minutes to give out at his position. Where I think, are you just going to run Looney to the ground? You know, forty minutes you know, and during the playoffs, are you, I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, that's why I'm saying, like, I, I think the players rather just run with what they have right now. They're 500. And if they get their stars back, uh, you get, you know, uh, Curry and Wiggins, um, they're like, you know what, we can be a lot better and we're getting Gary Payton, the second back who can help us out defensively and maybe hit those corner threes like before. Like I said, I feel like if everybody comes back healthy and they're in the playing tournament, I think they're, they feel like we just want to get in and roll the dice. And this is going to be kind of like, you know, you, you Moody and, and Kaminga might get their number called in the playoffs. They're going to definitely have to play in the playoffs. Um, and hopefully they succeed. Hopefully they play well. Um, but I think even going down the stretch, you're going to kind of see this. This is the team is going to be the same. You're, you know, you're not getting help from that no. ship has sailed. Like this is the team. Well, they still have a roster spot, but to your point about, you know, um, GP two in the playoffs, I don't expect him to be great at shooting. I mean, he's not going to shoot the ball for, you know, two months, you know, and, and Wiggins too. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Wiggins. It sounds like it's a very, it's a family personal matter, you know, but he's going to come back just as rusty too, you know, and he had just tried to slowly knock off the rust that he was just getting off of. So I think we need to lower expectations of what you think scoring wise may happen down the end of the stretch there from those two players. Um, defensively, I think it's, you know, there's not gonna be a problem with GP two. I, I can't wait to see GP two and Dante DiVincenzo defensively. I mean, Dante has been, an absolute revelation for this team. Yeah, Defensively, he's, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's playing his way yeah. into a better contract yeah, he, and no longer being now. on this team next year, for yeah. sure. He's amazing. I I can't say enough well, he's about healthy. Dante. You know, he's yeah. healthy. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't healthy in Sacramento. He wasn't fully healthy in Minnesota. So this is his first, uh, I think, full season that he's been completely healthy. And it's, it's amazing. Find some watch. wood and knock, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. I just, I just telling you, I know you're saying in the playoffs, just maybe lower your expectations on the scoring. You're, you're going to Clay's been out of, his I mean, mind. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to run the table. I'm saying this is what I think the warriors are thinking. I think my personal opinion is this is not a very good team They're This is what they are. They don't have size. 
they, you know, they don't have the young guys taking the steps that we all hope for. And maybe that's minutes, maybe that's run, maybe that's coaching, maybe that's just, you know, this two timeline talk. Like, I don't know why it's not succeeding, but like, you know, the guys that were successful last year, like Jordan Poole doesn't look the same. Like, doesn't look the same right now. You know, Wiggins is not for there. sure. Um, like there's just so much going on with this team and they're aging. And, you know, like one of the things that's being talked about all the time now is there was kind of like a little while where we were like, well, maybe they got past the punch, but Draymond has been on his podcast and radio stations and articles where he says that the, he doesn't communicate the same way that he does. He he's not as he's not after guys in practice because because of the punch like some and the defense has suffered right like the defense is clearly not as good as what it once was um they're not they're not a very good defensive team right now um and Draymond has said the team has said everybody has said that he's not as aggressive in 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 practice and it seems like they've lost their identity and i'm not saying that's right or wrong i'm saying this is what people are talking about is that uh practice is different since the punch you know so, so do you think something's if, going on i mean draymond's gone i think this is draymond's final season i i agree with that but you you alluded to it a little bit do you think if this team doesn't pan out are we blowing this up and the I think you're blowing it up in the sense of like you you may have to try to offload Jordan Poole. You know, you could maybe get something in return. I think Draymond is probably gone. Maybe you try to keep Steph and Clay um because they're they've been pretty good. Um and they're your they're Hall of Famers. So maybe you try to keep Curry's they're not gonna let Curry go. Um you know, I think he, you know, it's their, uh, it's their guy. Like they're going to try to keep Curry in a single Jersey. I think as long as possible, uh, Lacob has a special, you know, affection for clay. Um, so Joe Lacob has publicly said that's clay Thompson's his favorite warrior on a, for a personal level. Um, but I think you, the roster returnover, maybe that's, you know, Kavon Looney, maybe you move off of him because it's just a lot of money. Um, you know, so maybe the youth movement happens. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you can do, uh, because this, uh, this is kind of like one of the first times we're seeing an NBA team in the modern era, like be so far into the luxury tax, uh, with all these superstars and all this winning, how do you get out of it and how do you rebuild it? And I think, um, we're kind of seeing that and, um, one thing to note you too know, there's is there's going to be franchises right behind the Warriors that are that are going to be like this, you know. Bob Myers hasn't signed that contract yeah. extension either, so so I don't know. Lakeup, you know, Lakeup's son is like the assistant GM, so yeah. you know, there's something going on there. Um, I don't know if it's bad. It just it just could you know. Steve Kerr said this uh, a few times too, uh, and he got it from Phil Jackson. Is that like? Phil Jackson would say about seven years is when, you know, you kind of wear your, your welcome out uh, as a coach. Um, so that's, you know, well, pop didn't get that, that message. Cause he's been there for yeah, like 25 years for sure. <laughs> um, but they don't, I mean, like San Antonio, like, do they look like a young team? That's going to be good again. I don't know. Like every time I see him, they don't look, they don't look that good. I but, think, so, no. so Pop only stayed on because of, um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank of this name. Uh, he was a center for Portland and then he got, uh, he got him to come play. Marcus Aldridge. Yeah. yeah. So, so Marcus Aldridge and Pop had a deal that if he came to San Antonio, Pop would stay. So Pop did. And he signed a contract extension, but uh, yeah, I think Pop's gone, man. Like I think even after the season, he's just gonna be like, I'm done. I'll, I'll call it quits. You know? I mean, he looks yeah, like sure. he's not ready to, coach another 82 games <laughs> i mean i think this team the, the you know getting back to the warriors it's just they're at a they are at a massive crossroads as a team and as a franchise um you know joe lakeup's paying a lot of money in in these taxes 
And he's been able to do that because they've been winning and they've been profitable. But if you're paying these taxes and you're not in the playoffs or you're not going deep into the playoffs and, or, or winning a championship, right. Um, all that money you made starts to eat into your savings. Um, so I think he's, you know, he's still got to pay the stadium. <laughs> you're st- you're still doing a lot of development in the area. Um, Don't forget about the standing offer to buy the A's. The standing offer to buy the A's. He's going to need a lot of cash, you know, and we need that to happen. <laughs> the, uh, the fan standing offer. <laughs> right. Um, and then also there's, what does, what does Bob Myers want? Like, God, yeah, he, he's the, the architect of this, right? He's considered one of the guys that really kept this together. Um, as it found a lot of pieces along the way, pulled all the right strings along the way. Does he feel like he's peaked? Does he in this setting, does he want to do something else? Um, uh, does Steve Kerr want to move on? I mean, Steve Kerr, if he stepped away for one year, two years, he could do a TV deal again. He was great on TV. He could go back into TV, get the fattest contract in TV for a year or two. And if he wanted to, he could go back to coaching. He could he could do whatever Steve Kerr could do whatever he want in this next phase of I, his life. And I think him and Curry are linked. I think Steve Kerr walks away when when Steph Curry walks away. I think that is a a linked synonymous of a career path between coaching and player. Yeah, I, mean, I, I hope I mean, you're right, but yeah. I don't think so. Well, I, I mean, disagree. Curry's got like what. I mean, as a starting player, what, three, four more years, maybe? Maybe as a starting I mean, player? We don't know. <laughs> I mean, I hear you, though. Like, yeah, I know. Like, you know? Pretty soon. He, he has more years behind him than ahead of him. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And that old adage, father time is undefeated. But they're just, so. you know, it's it's an interesting, they're at an interesting crossroads. So the Warriors are, what's going to happen? You know? Well, I mean, you could be like the Sharks, who's clearly going to break down everything and start all over from the top here. So good old Timo time <laughs> is no more time. That's right. It's Timo time to go to New Jersey. Um, yeah. So uh, the Sharks sent Timo Meyer off to the New Jersey Devils in a massive trade, 13 pieces overall between only two teams. Uh, that's one of the biggest ones that I could ever think of. You know, I mean. Uh, in terms of just two teams, like not getting a third and a fourth team to like one change of the biggest ones picks around <laughs> God, but being a pervert, Sam, God damn it. It's, it, it this is so, sports. so there's so no, who, so <laughs> Timo Myers, like the big, he's the big shark of the bunch. Yeah. He's um, a big name. Um, so uh, the devils are going to get Timo Meyer. Scott Harrington, and then down in the minors, you got a couple of minor uh, league players uh, and a fifth round pick uh, from Colorado in 2024. And then the Sharks are going to get the 2023 first round pick of the Devils, 2024 conditional second round pick, which becomes a first if the Devils make the conference final either this season or next season. And Timo Meyer plays 50% of those games in the playoffs. And then they also got one, two, three, four other minor league, three minor league players. One is an older player and uh, a 2024 seventh round pick as a throw in as well to, to make it all balance. So it's out basically correctly. the sharks are getting a fur, a, a one and a two or a one and a one. That's right. Okay. And then a bunch of other players to help make the math and the, um, the numbers work out. Um, so Timo Meyer, shark, yeah. if this was like a football trade, Timo Meyer would be like a what in comparison to a football player? Um, well, he's a power forward. So I mean, you're you're talking, um, you know, like 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 a a running back that's you know a a a very heavily used running back. Right. Uh, a, a but you get like type. a one or one and one. Yeah. You know, one and so, a two or one. Yeah, and one. I mean, you're that talking if, like a good trade, right? Yeah, I, you know, I, I give it a B. I think um, if, uh, I mean, th- there could have been a possibility to get a little bit more, but I mean, uh, I, I just, I, I don't think they wanted to trade him in the conference and definitely not to uh, Vegas. So, um, but also, Vegas was the other team that was in the mix. And so, New, if New the Jersey's, were similar, uh, 
New Jersey's first round pick is a 28th overall pick. So it's, I don't know. Well, well right now, because um, well, it, it's based on where they're you know, right. positioned for currently it's, it's 28. So it's, so it's a late, it's a late first round pick and um, it'll be a late first round pick next year or late second round pick next year, depending on what they do in the playoffs in the next few years. So, I mean, that's still to be determined. I think what bums me out about it all is that it we're clearly, I mean, nobody was going to take his contract, but you know, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to describe it, but, but basically, um, why am I drawing a blank on it, on his name? Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson, his time's wasted here, you know, a little bit. Yeah. He actually um, had some comments about that and it sounds like he's willing to waive his no trade clause if a suitor comes along is what it sounds like. If somebody in contention comes along, um, he's certainly willing to move his contract, uh, be able to move because he has the no trade clause in there. Um, right. Logan Couture is also probably not, you know, all that thrilled about it, but um, the window is just not lining up with Timo's entering his prime right now, but the sharks aren't, you know, ready to win for another three or four years, maybe, you know, I mean, depending on, how the financials all work out. So it's just, it, it wasn't lining up and Timo's going to get at least $10 million next year um, for a qualifying offer because he's a restricted free agent. So um, the sharks are going to pay 50% of the rest of this year's salary, um, which ends up being less than a million dollars. It's not a big deal. Um, and then that's it. So they're off the hook uh, going forward from Timo's contract. So it's just this year, they have to worry about the money for Timo. The, the big question, of course, is Eric Carlson. Now that's the, that's a big piece that can get a lot of uh, a, a lot back in return. And he's, he's another one that's in his prime. He's having a career year, uh, a career type year. Um, if you watch him play, uh, he's uh, one of the best offensive defensemen in, in the league. That's the, that's clear, but Every now and then, like he'll make this boneheaded play and he's good enough to like make up for it, like a turnover, you know, in a high in the, in the offensive zone that could get sent the other way. But then he's able to backtrack and correct it most of the time. So it, 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 you get a little bit of um, a, a cardio workout watching him play sometimes, but he's supremely talented. And I expect uh, if, if he's not moved uh, before the trade deadline on March 3rd, um, I, I would fully expect he'll be moved in the off season to a contender. And, and that's, you know, and they're probably going to have to make some money right as well. So um, do you uh, think it would be like, like a couple of ones or like something similar to what Timo Meyer was? Uh, he, he, it'll, it'll probably be a similar type package. I would imagine uh, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Carlson is a former um, Norris trophy winner, which is, the top defenseman in the league. So mm-hmm. uh, he's, and he's still in his prime. So you have to imagine you're going to get some, you're going to get some really high quality uh, picks and, or, or players, uh, or, back. or players coming back. Yeah. Um, so, but of so course the salary is the big issue. Scott Harrington is already on waivers. Uh, yeah. He, he, uh, Scott Harrington was a throw in. He's a back of the back of the depth chart defenseman. Um that yeah, was also is hockey in. similar to basketball where you have to like make some of the money match in the transaction a little bit. It's, it's more about um, just well, the salary cap uh, just making sure that you stay under the salary cap. And so sometimes you have to throw in extra players and pieces oh, to, to try I to see. make, to try to make the money work for yourself and same with uh, the other team. So um, that's so, why a lot I'm, of these minor leaguers come back uh, is to try to, um, because they they don't they obviously don't count toward the uh, sa- the the salary cap, so you want some of those pieces back. I'm hearing that that well, I'm reading I should say that that Fabian or Fabian uh, Zetterland is probably our best out of all the prospects that we got from yeah. the Devils. Yeah. I guess he's just a really like quick and energetic uh, forward, from what I understand. Yeah. So we'll see he was I mean, probably their like fourth best prospect ish something like that um so he, he's a pretty high prospect in their system but he's not one of the top three guys um is that that's that's what i have seen other people say i'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the new jersey devils minor league system but that's what other people are saying so just so that way uh you know the listener what's uh what to expect uh, he's a 
he's he's a high, high value talent talent, but he's not uh, he's not top three in their system. So yeah. Well, uh, the Sharks last week uh, they took an L against Nashville, six to two. They took another L against Chicago, four to three in overtime. Actually, that was a shootout. That's that that's that's my fault. I it, I was Ooh. there. It was a shootout. Set me up for failure. Uh, currently, <laughs> eighteen thirty and twelve. Where are we at with the duck hunt? Um, they are currently in seventh place. Uh, they still have Anaheim in the rearview mirror. Uh, bang, bang, quack, quack, motherfucks. <laughs> and you went to one of these games, yes? I did. I went to the Chicago game. That was on Saturday. And that was Patrick Marlowe's jersey retirement night. So they, they took the number 12, put it on a banner, and they sent it up to the rafters. Nobody else is going to wear number 12 in teal. And um, it's an honor well-deserved. And we had, uh, we, we talked about it last week and you guys were saying like over under how many times I'm going to cry. The answer is none. I got close a couple of times, but my Not dad even like one, sit- like thug tier. No, no. <laughs> uh, but my dad was sitting right next to me and said something really stupid or weird. And it just kind of took me out of it for a second. I'm like, crap. Now jumbo J- uh, Joe Thornton was crying uh, enough for everybody though. So, um, and so was Patrick. It was a lovely ceremony. Uh, it ran. What did late. your dad say? <laughs> I don't even remember. He, it was so. It was totally like just not even related to what was going on. I don't even remember. I was like, Dad, what? Come on, focus. Do you think that hot Damn dog it. on the ground still edible? No, it, was, it wasn't like that. I don't. I just. I, I was like, Come on, Dad. Come on. I'm trying to watch the thing here. And... So a lot of the alumni were out. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had. God, about 40 different players, uh, former players show up. Um, uh, you had Owen Nolan and Tommy Wingles, like to give you a range. It was like Wingles, like, for, oh, man. former captains and guys that were around for just a couple of years. Um, was uh, was Nabby there? Uh, yeah, uh, Gino, uh, Evgeny Nabokov, he was there. Um, that's my favorite goalie only due to his name. And uh, we have like a little, like a shark pillow, you know, or like oh. you can like. Yeah. Anyways, Lisa named it Nabby after him. So oh, that's very cute. Yes. I like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of uh, players and guys that are still playing, but couldn't be there. Uh, like Joe Pavelski, they send in like a, you know, like a, a minute and a half little video tribute. Um, it was, you know, a very nice, well done ceremony. Um, I'm really glad I was able to be there. Um, I actually uh, spent up a little bit and sat on the attacking side for the first and the third period. Um, normally I'm on the defending side, which is like the cheapest seats in the second deck. Um, but I spent up a little bit for the, you know, the ceremony and everything. And wouldn't you fucking know it, the banner got hung on the defensive end. So I didn't, so like once it got behind the scoreboard, I couldn't see it. So I had to watch it on the scoreboard, get hung up the rest of the way. But um, <laughs> uh, it was, you know, it, it, overall it was very lovely uh, ceremony. And um, I was in 208, so I was like right behind the net um, uh, in the attacking zone. And my brother and his wife and his daughter, they were sitting in the very top row. And right behind them are all the fancy ass suites where all the former players like Joe Thornton and Joel nice. Ward and um, everybody was there. Uh, and actually in the ceremony, they did something really cool. They brought um, some players from other teams in the Bay Area who have had their jerseys retired. Oh, so I did they, see that. They they brought out Barry Bonds from the Giants. They oh. brought out Chris Mullen from the Warriors, and they brought out Raleigh Fingers from the A's. So, um, and Patrick Marlowe kind of joined the club of Bay Area Jersey retired. That's really dudes. cool. Yeah. So it, that cool. was a very very cool moment, and I was very very stoked. And I'm glad that they found somebody from the A's history to show up to, and they could get them there. I know Ricky's been to a few games, but maybe Ricky was busy at spring training or whatever. Um. Raleigh's old enough that he doesn't got shit going on. So I can imagine um, them asking uh, Ricky Henderson and Ricky Henderson being like, Ricky Henderson doesn't do ice. <laughs> no, I mean, Ricky's like, he's done, like, he's been at the game. He's been one of the guys to hype up the crowd for playoffs and opening the door for the play for the players to come out. Yeah. Um, like he's been the hype man uh, before. So um, he's oh, been cool. there. He's got a Sharks jersey with his name on it, you know? So um, I-, I think he's probably just unavailable, probably helping out with spring training type stuff. Uh, with- so um, I was very, cool. very, very uh, thrilled uh, to be there. I, I actually have a puck uh, with Patrick Marlowe on it, and I tried to get an autograph for it, but it just it didn't quite work out. So um, 
but he lives in the he still lives here so um We'll Probably see. lives in you Santana know. Row, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah. you know, I'm gonna knock on his door and uh... no, no, I mean, like I'll I'll be at a game and I'll have the puck with me. Maybe he'll be there. I don't know. I'm gonna uh that I'll tell you what, that puck's never going back to work with me though until I get it signed. Um, I'm just gonna anytime I go to a sharks game, I'm gonna bring it with you know, you never know. Vince Maybe. and his dad are gonna show up to uh to his house and his dad they're gonna knock on the door and his dad's gonna be like, Hey, is that hot dog still good to eat? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to cry here. You know God what's damn funny, it. Vince is uh, we were, I was listening to the radio. This is kind of uh, falls in line with knocking on somebody's house is, uh, you know, on the radio station. One of the hosts was talking about, he has a, a rat infestation and it's the radio host that lives um, in your, your family's. Uh, oh yeah. yeah it's yeah, that yeah, person. So I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say his name, you know, but it was yeah. that person was on yeah. there saying that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I know where you live. I know have I know you have rats. Like, I was like, oh no. Uh, I gotta I gotta text my family member that lives near him and ask if he has a rat problem. As yeah, well. dude, it was heck yeah, of I better actually check in on that. That's a good call. <laughs> um, yeah. well, good. I'm glad that we got a uh, first take uh of the actual uh ceremony. Did you get any pictures? I got a few of them actually, yeah. Um they actually had a, you know, a pregame ceremony type thing. They had a DJ and uh, a bunch of the former players walking down the teal carpet. And then they paused for photos with the sharks backdrop. And it was very, very cool. And um, I, uh, I had a blast uh, being there. Um, uh, t- uh, my brother, Tony bought a little SJ Sharky for his daughter. And, oh, nice. and so she was like ch- chewing on his nose, you know, the entire time. Cause she's a toddler. Um, and it was very cute. Um, he thought he lost, he, he thought she dropped it at some point too. And it, it ended up being in my car. So, you know, whew, that was a nightmare. Uh, he was like freaking out. He's like, Oh my God, I spent 35 bucks on this stupid fucking sharky thing. And it's already gone in like two hours, but no, he, uh, no worries. Uh, the, the shark is in our possession where, you know, everybody had a good time. Uh, and yeah, that was, a. Uh, the only thing I wish we could have got that win, but you know, I mean, they, as for the game itself, there was actually a goal overturned. Like uh, they, they went and reviewed it and they found that um, the sharks, ha- uh, the tying goal was offside. Um, so, you know, they had to go and score again later and what, what could have been four, three ended up only being three, three. And then it went to overtime and the shootout and well, shit. <laughs> don't worry i'll be saying that all season with the uh with the a's if i can even watch them they're not even on youtube tv so i don't even know how i'm going to be able to watch well no i mean nbc sports uh bay area your California, local your local will carry they'll still be there yeah. it's just mlb network is not on youtube tv anymore well, i'd be surprised if they don't even get half the games on there because they uh forgot to pay the bill well, yeah that's a whole other can of worms uh that that we can we can dive into that if you want. I, I'm no, no, much... no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Let, let's let's wait for I, a I resolution. Did, yeah, I did watch uh, some games. Um, the Boston game was interesting. Uh, the game ended because the batter wasn't focused and ready in the batter box with eight seconds left on the game clock. Bases were loaded and was called out. Yeah, that's how the can... game ended. Yeah, it's it, it's not just enough to be in the box. You you got to be like set and ready to roll with eight seconds left. So so my my question is, we talk about you know umpires or referees in basketball and 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 uh, NFL. You know, they, are are they seeing everything that they possibly can? Like, is is it a reactionary thing? Is it a questionable call? You know, like what's a catch or you know was it out of bounds? You know, that kind of scenario. So now we're going to have to have our umpires see if the batter is focused in the box to be able to be ready. Well, well I mean, be, you got to be in a You got to be in with your hands up. That that's what you I think they're calling focused. Position. What if you were looking down? Well, you can look your hands down. Are up. Not, well, if, if your hands are up, you're ready. Something. If your if your hands are up, you're considered focused and ready to roll. Um that's that that that's my understanding of it. Uh, but know. but if you're if you're not in a set position, even if you're not looking directly at the pitcher, I think you're fine as long as you're set. I will admit though that that play clock it goes fast. Like it's they put it up on TV today with the uh, I think it was the Mets and the Cardinals today. Um, today being Monday, 
And uh, yeah, I think they can go zoom in. Like that batter has what feels like less than a second to get ready. And then that pitcher's got even probably less time to get ready to get going. So yeah, it's definitely going to speed up the game. Um, I don't, I, we said that uh, Manny Machado and I was jokingly saying that uh, uh, what's his name was, it's probably going to be penalized for it, but I think a lot of people are going to be penalized. Like this game clock is fast, dude. Yeah. Super fast. Yeah. It's going to take some time getting used to it for sure. I can definitely. Well, there was a, the MLB website uh, showed some stats that said it took like a month of baseball. It took Mm -hmm. about a month of the, of the season for players to kind of get used to it. Yeah. And then the penalties dropped. Uh, significantly dropped right. after that yeah. first month of baseball. That, that's that's kind of what I was saying when we did our rules re- recap a couple of weeks ago, uh, talking about that. So, uh, yeah, th- I mean, I expect there's going to be a lot more of these uh, penalties, be them strikes or balls against whoever's wasting time uh, yeah. to start the season. And it's definitely happening in spring training right now. And if you're going to screw up on, you know, ch- causing a strike or a ball for this, uh, better to do it now in spring training, you know, when the game doesn't count. So if, if if most of these guys can get used to the rhythm by the time the real season starts, I think we're going to be in good shape. And I'm sure it'll still be a couple weeks of um, not sure how it's working or whatever. So. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I can't wait to see. Um, I might change my tune to watch a game. It may not be opening week, but I'm very curious to see a game. Um, I kind of want to see the rules in person. I want to see the bases in person. I want to see more steel. Also too, in the spring training, I've noticing that stealing seems to be up already. So it already seems that that's kind of the, what we were talking about, that that effect is already going in place. So. um, And Hey, the, the, and you know, I've been checking out, I'm starting to check out the A's roster seeing, looking at the guys who they got, they got a couple guys that can maybe be exciting steal some bases um they already had some guys that are capable of stealing bases so i don't know man it's it's a new there's a a lot of things that are now thrown into the the equation right like baseball and all this analytics there's a whole bunch of things that are going to turn all these analytics uh upside down so maybe it's a good reset i don't know um but i'm definitely anxious to watch even my bitterness for John Fisher still exists. Um, but at this point, like I'm at this point in my life where I'm not going to let this individual like rob, be robbed of baseball. You know what I mean? So I still want to root for my team when I can and talk about them and cheer the players on because they have nothing to do with John Fisher and what he wants to do with the stadium deal. And, um, I miss seeing other teams, you know, so, yeah, you know, I'm interested, you know, and um, hopefully it, baseball not only gets rid of the John Fishers of the world, but get rid of the Manfred, like this guy, like just get somebody who cares about baseball, you know, like, even though it's a figurehead, can you imagine like e- if Derek Jeter became the commissioner and like, we know he has to work for the, the MLB owners, but Derek Jeter is just seems like a nice guy. He's charismatic, and he probably tell you all these insider stories about being a Yankee, and you know if Jeremy was out or not. You know? Oh, he was out. You know what I'm he saying? He was out. You know, <laughs> just like slide. He, he'd tell you all kinds of baseball stories, but you know what? Like he would love it. He would love baseball. You have a commissioner who just like. If Derek, love if Derek it. Jeter became the commissioner and we got to do a, a fan Q&A session, my only question to him would be, why were you at the first base side? What were you doing over there? You have no reason to be over there. He'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And then Giambi needed to slide. <laughs> there was no reason for him to be over there. I so never he, forget he that. Said, he said that they practiced that. Bullshit. Yeah, he said. Yeah, I don't think I, they might have practiced it, but I don't think he was meant to go that far. You know, yeah. um, it's the same thing with um, the catch for the 49ers in 1981 against the Cowboys. Like um, they, they had practiced that play, but Joe, Joe Montana had never thrown the ball that high before, you know? So like right. it just, it, the way it works out, you know, it's, it, it's a little weird and God gives me PTSD again. I did also notice that it seems to be scoring is up now. The shift has been banned. Um, 
I don't know if that's just because they're playing in outdoors, warmer climate areas, and it could be, but um, looks yeah, like they, I, I mean, the A's, I, I just A's scored the A's like 30 are, uh, points in like they're two not games, gonna be, I don't think, you know, I don't think the A's are going to be a very good team. I think they're going to be a below 500 team, but I'm like, can you go on stretches and just be pesky? Cause you won on a yeah. bunt. You won on a stolen base. Can I, you won on defense? Like, can uh, you just be a pain in the ass? Yeah. I, I think uh, last I checked, they were at 59 and a half wins. So like Vegas doesn't even have them to get into 60. Um, right. When I see the win total is that low. Might I'm take little, the over, dude. I, I'm, a, I'm a little tempted to take the over. I think they could yeah. get 65, 70 wins, you know? Yeah. Um, 70? Oh, I don't know about 70. I'm thinking I'm it, like they'll, they'll be pushing for 70, is what I'm saying. Um, for sure. like, I, I also think to too like, that, the, like, that maybe they get to a very nice 69. Who knows? <laughs> my my only hope for the season is like 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 Vince or like Sam is saying, be a pest, but I want them to be a pest within the division. Like if they lose damn near every single you know interleague game fine i don't care but if you're just an annoying pest in the division and like you know no team can seem to get a winning record on you you seem to be kind of almost tied throughout the season as far as you know your matchups go i think that'd be great i'd love that i'd love houston to to play us what nine times and you know have a record of what uh it's 13 times so like if i mean if if houston is eight and five against us. One of five of those 13 yeah, games, just, you know, just be annoying. Yeah. I want to say like there was a couple years where like the A's were, you know, 90 win teams, maybe hundred close to hundred win teams, but they lost like eight games to like the Mariners who were like in last place or something because yeah. the Mariners just had the A's number for like a couple years. And no matter how good the A's were, the fucking Mariners was just like that pain in the ass. Yeah, just the fly yeah. buzzing around your yeah. head. Like, get away, you get know, out just, of here, you son of a bitch. Just like, be yeah. that. Be a yeah. be a gnat. <laughs> That's all I could ask for. That would that would to me would make this season salvageable for me. If we just be annoying. I want to go you, into people's Reddit pages and be like, God, I, this A's team was annoying. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. And you know, I Ramon Luriano is still here, so I'm hoping. You know, if there's some type of chance he can stay. And... Well, it's his career. I mean, it's his uh, contract season. So yeah, I, I expect gone, kind of big yeah. things. Well, I expect big stolen bases. Season. How about that? 50 stolen bases from Ramon. 50 bagels? Under. Yeah, under. 50. He steals he 50 bagels. 50 stolen bases. What do you think is a realistic number for him? What do you think? Like like 30 really, bagels? Realistically, 40. I think, he think 40, 40 bagels? With the new rules? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think he I'd say he, he I'd say he there. could have if he's healthy, he could definitely be like a 30-30. I'd give him I a think 30, he could for 30. sure be a 30-30. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sam, do you know like, what a 30-30 is? If we had a 30-30 yeah. guy, you know how exciting that would be. Wait, wait we got we got to play to the masses here. A 30-30 Tim is the guy who hits 30 home runs and has 30 stolen bases. Oh, uh, okay. So, if you're if you're a 30-30 guy, that's pretty damn good. I don't remember who the last 30-30 guy we had. I can't oh. honestly tell you. If I had a guess. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If I had a guess, I think the last 30-30 or getting close to it was probably Coco Chris. Maybe. No, no Coco no only had 20 homers. But that's like uh, the closest, right? It's the closest that the A's have seen since Jose. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe um uh what's our uh um uh, the left fielder Tejada, that maybe no no no, no. the think, left fielder that's uh, MVP year that had a questionable age um that threw out at an angel stadium from left field all the way to home plate without even dropping the ball yo and assessment thank you that's probably the closest we've had is you on assessment i think he, had, he was close to a 30 30 i think, I about think he it, try, he's trying to come back right now i think i think he's like playing with somebody that guy's uh, crazy man um i'm actually i i just looked up um who's the last people to have uh 30 30 um for the a's the last one was god uh i'm in 1999 he's on page oh, seven he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, Canseco, back, he's back a ways uh jose canseco yeah that's the last guy to do 30 30 and he did 40 40 that year it was 42 wow. homers and um 40 stolos he had 20 home runs and the steroids had 20 home runs yeah. um barry <laughs> bonds did it in 96 um, again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um mike trout did it in 2012 
Um, yeah, Mike Trout's like career batting average is like 340. It's ridiculous. Ooh, Cedric Mullins in uh, Baltimore in 2021, 30 and 30 on the nose. Nice. Uh, I think Christine, you're going to see a lot of 30 30 guys, man. I yeah, think so too. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, any of these guys that have any speed to them at all that have also power, yeah, they're, yeah. they're all contenders to get 30 30. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Well, speaking of a John Fisher owned product, um, I am very curious here. So the earthquakes are playing now. We're back. We're yeah. Uh, they, they just played their first game of the season. Uh, no more preseason matches. These games count for real. They were in Atlanta. Um, they had a one nil lead going into stoppage time and stoppage time was seven minutes and they surrendered two goals in stoppage time to lose to Atlanta United uh, two one. And that happened on Saturday while I was busy saying goodbye to uh, Patrick Marlowe. So uh, <laughs> um, uh, the, the one goal they, they did have um, uh, uh, Christian Espinoza. Uh, he's one of the best uh, uh, center. Like, like uh, he, he, he can pass really, really well. Uh, he, he crossed the ball into the box and Jeffrey Abobasi just like headers it uh, just heads it in like a fucking rocket. Uh, and that happened pretty early in the match. So it was like you know, 10 or 11 minutes in. it was, it was quite the goal. And uh, unfortunately that's all they could muster. Uh, and it was just it, it, like, it, it's so disappointing. You're, you're up and you're in stoppage time and that's the time you got to put them away. And they couldn't get the job done this week. So we'll see. We'll see what what's, happens. What's the new playoff format? What is what is this? Okay, so basically the playoff format. Oh my god, this is a whole fucking thing. So they're expanding the playoff to nine teams. Okay. So um so a lot of teams are gonna make the playoffs now. Uh nine in the east, nine in the west. So it's gonna be quite uh quite a lot of um Quite a lot of teams making the playoffs this year. And uh, I, I think the earthquakes can challenge for one, for one of these spots, but I just, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, concerned uh, because if they, if they can't hold a lead, if the defense isn't good enough to hold a lead, uh, that's, that's not very optimistic. Um, but the, the eighth and ninth seeds, they'll, they'll have a play in game and then everything else uh, from then on the, the opening round after the play in game, you know, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. That'll be a best of three series. Okay. And the better team will host game one and game three if necessary. Okay. So, so that's how it's going to start, at least in the first round. Okay. 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 So in the first, okay. And how many rounds are there in total? You said. So two? it so it'll be. Like it, it'll be like an eight-team playoff per for each conference, and then the East versus the West will play each other for the cup. Um, uh, so it's a best of three in the first round of the playoffs after the play-in round. Um, so, are we so, doing? I mean, what's the? Is, are we trying to compete with like how Europe does their play? No, no, no. It's it, it's. I mean, I wonder Europe why they want to do, do this. It's to get more teams into the playoffs, get more people caring about MLS, uh, you know, into October. So that's, that's what it really comes down to. Uh, so, oh, and, and the other part is of these, this best of three, um, there isn't, they're not going to do the 30 minutes of uh, bonus time. If it's tied, they're just going to go straight to a shootout. Are, do you think, the okay, this round. is my, this is my tin hat here. Do you okay. think they're doing this to try and generate more buzz for the world cup? Like more people. Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely what it is. They're trying to build up the soccer fan base right now uh, because now's the time to do it. The World Cup games are coming in three years. So if you can start getting people into soccer now, they're more willing to buy those tickets that'll go on sale in two years and um, get really hyped and excited for the event in three years from now. So so that's what wow. that's what they're trying to do right now. And the more cities that are in it especially cities that are going to be hosting world cup games, like the Bay area, like LA, like Philly. I mean, if, if all of these cities can get really excited for soccer, that's going to be really, really good for, you know, selling tickets for the world cup. Yeah. Well, I, unfortunately our soccer team isn't the greatest and it looks like it isn't going to get 
our local soccer team isn't the greatest. It doesn't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon. So, yeah. but uh, on the other side of the pond, I'm going to say this is my, my team now. I, I'm relishing in this. Uh, the Wrexham update. Knotts County, who has been at the top of the table all season long, lost their last game, I think 2-1. So now they only have a two-point lead over Wrexham with 13 games left. And April 10th is the last game that Knotts County and Wrexham will play uh, head-to-head matchup. So um, looking forward to the end of the season. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see what the storylines are going to be. You know, is our uh, our uh, Oakland A's version of a soccer team going to pull this one out and, and move up on, on the leagues here? So very yeah. curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> last but not least, guys, I know we're getting close to our cutoff time here. Uh, we have a fun little segment. If you stayed along or maybe you got to see this in the magic of editing power, um, we have a section. I don't know if we can say this weird, but true sports stories. Um, is this real life? I don't know. Like, yeah, just uh, it's your segment. What, what do you yeah. want to call it? We're going to call it weird, weird, but, but, true. weird, but true February edition. So we don't get, uh, you know, uh, sued. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to read this in any order I want. Cause you know why I'm in the age here. So fuck both of you guys. So okay. um, I can do what I want. DK Metcalf put up a viral video of him jumping what appears to be five, six feet off the ground to catch a football. It's clearly a fake video. I mean, it's clearly fake. Then he goes the next day to play in the NBA all-star game and proceeds to just dunk everywhere. And anytime he gets the ball into his hands, and then the day after the game gets a text from the NFL saying that we would like to, to come randomly for our drug tests, Mr. Ah! DK Metcalf. <laughs> and to not be outdone, JJ Watt, who just announced his retirement this past year, also got a text message saying that we would like you to come in for your random drug test, sir. <laughs> yeah. If I'm JJ Watt, I'm saying piss off. I'm, 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 I'm retired, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, up next on the deck here is Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas. They are golfers. If you don't know, um, they wear tight pants and hit a little ball into a little hole. I also play that sport. So, you know, I think I'm uh, inclined to make fun of my own self here. Uh, they're obviously friends. Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas have this little game where they try to outdrive each other. And Tiger Woods being the older of the two gentlemen outdrove Justin Thomas in a recent PGA tournament and proceeded to hand Justin Thomas a tampon to show that I outdrove you. I, I saw this story. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, saw, I saw this one. Yeah. Um, well, I know all the women are going to hate this? between friends, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> in your inner circle, it's a hilarious joke. It got out to the media. It's not as funny in the media, but I promise right. you that joke yeah. lands with your friends in your inner circle. Oh, I'm so. sure it did. I'm sure it did. <laughs> Like I could totally see Sam doing that to me if we were playing golf. Like he would just hand me one and be like, "Here you go, bud." I could see that happening for sure. I got um, you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> never. You never know when the flow might come come through. You know. Um, Joe West has since been retired, but he's been busy. Joe West has taken to making his own Wikipedia uh, account slash profile and editing joe west's wikipedia page <laughs> oh man the ego on joe fucking west this is uh, uh the umpire right yeah this is, yeah, this yeah. Is the, yeah he's not as bad as Angel hernandez but he's pretty damn close yeah. so one of the first things he did was he removed information about an altercation with joe tory and the edited summary of my changes corrected the lies that were the incident with joe tory <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even like it's not even like he's not even trying to hide no not him doing it that's the his, uh. his user profile name is crew chief 22 so it's not even a good username to hide uh. that he was a crew chief of an umpiring situation here i, I don't uh, know it sounds like he's having fun he's just like yeah you know i'll just change it <laughs> why not i mean there's plenty of things i would do when i'm retired fixing my wikipedia page is not one of them Oh, okay. You got to get a Wikipedia page first, though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm yeah. not nearly famous enough or dead enough to get my own Wikipedia page. So yeah, the, we got to get get our clout up a little bit higher. Make sure to listen to us twice this week. That's your homework <laughs> assignment. 
Yeah, exactly. Tell, tell all your family to just randomly like this random YouTube page that I'm going to send you a link of. So uh, the last thing that uh, I see that Joe West did that I thought was hilarious, uh, he fixed a sentence that he summarized as grammar. Um, but the sentence, I, I don't have anymore because they've since fixed it. But the sentence was so bad that people had to go back and refix it because it made no sense. So he was trying to be a grammar person and couldn't even be one himself. So Joe West, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are, just just go to the beach, have a mai tai, and relax. Don't 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 edit your own Wikipedia page, please. Yeah, <laughs> you sir are no Kevin Durant. <laughs> I, I was really hoping that, that there was going to be like, I mean, I don't know this guy, I have no idea, but like, you know, if he put something spectacular, like he once walked on the moon or something, you know, like just outrageous <laughs> things. I, you know, I wouldn't put it past Joe West to do that. Um, he He's not a New York it. congressman. Let's at least give him some credit. Okay. He's not going to make <laughs> shit up. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa. true. Hot takes, hot takes. <laughs> My last thing on the list here, uh, Clemson a NIL basketball team. For those of you who are asking, it's not a division one or division two. It's an NIL division. Um, they're no, no, this is a name and likeness, isn't it? This is a name and likeness thing. Uh, Clem- you're close. You're close. Clemson is obviously it's D one. So R- I'm sorry. You're right. It is name and likeness. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I thought you're talking about what the, what the actual category or what the segment was. Um, well, now you got me drinking, drinking, thinking, what is his name now? I've lost it. His but name the- is oh, Brevin Galloway. Okay, sorry. Okay. See what you did here, Vince? You, you screwed I'm up. Helping. I'm now helping. I, now, I need, now I need Sam to hand me, you know, my flow check item. It's, it's all bad now. <laughs> um, Brevin Galloway was working out in the Clemson gym, went to bed, and woke up to what he described as my testicles exploded or my balls exploded. Don't know what happened. Apparently he was working out and his testicles uh, got swollen. And then what he described popped and then decreased in size. That has led to a a underwear company uh, named Schneisty is now going to be a sponsor for this kid. And they will provide him all the underwear that is needed to protect his little round guys get that money because uh, you might need it for the medical bills son oh my god i, I don't know i don't know speechless i'm double <laughs> I, doubled over in pain right now i don't know what he was doing what workout he was doing it doesn't say it just says he worked was out, he working he out bed, with johnny up. knoxville jesus christ tyler yeah, this is this is much weirder than the question you asked me pre-show i'm just saying <laughs> this is much weirder <laughs> Wow. He's having surgery. He's totally fine. He'll be okay. Uh, again, I don't know what happened. So if you know, you should tell us in the comments below on our YouTube page. Um, but uh, yeah. Steve is out there with him. God damn. What the hell? <laughs> that ends our uh, weird but true February edition. So we don't get sued. Um, I'm calling it that from now on. Weird but true. So we don't get sued. So we don't get sued. It rhymes. <clears throat> Yeah, nice. yeah, right. it has a nice flow to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird but true, yeah. so we don't get sued. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, uh, anything else for the show tonight? Yeah, I got one point after. Um, oh, great, this guy. <laughs> this the, guy. the Washington Commandos released Carson Wentz, Captain COVID, Carson Wentz. Uh, <laughs> uh, they they sent him packing. They're going to save twenty six million in cap uh, in cap money. Uh, obviously, we knew this was going to happen. They just finally made it official. It is now time for Sam Howell uh, to take over until they, unless they draft somebody. I mean, and there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this uh, class, apparently. So we'll see. Maybe they spend a pick on one of them. I don't know. But for now, it's Sam Howell's job for Eric Bieniemy to coach him up and maybe get get something good out of him. We'll see. Hey, it works for me because it's in my division. So one less team that I have to maybe possibly worry about so it works for me so uh sam you got Wentz anything to the raiders <laughs> oh my god they might they um, might dude they they fucking might can you imagine oh i'd be so pissed i'd be so fucking pissed. oh yeah no i oh my god we'd have to light something on fire you know like that's so bad that would 
He should be I, playing I in the where, USFL, man. I think like, my balls would pop. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, balls deflating. What popping, is the name of the of underwear? Sneezy? Uh, Schneisty? I'm going to need some shysties. Shysted <laughs> hey, my pants. Life gives you lemonades. Your balls explode. Jesus. All of it. So, uh, anything else for the night, fellas? All right, good guys. Here, man. Well, you are listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit the bell to get alerts when we post a new episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with you like a pair of new underwear. That's that right. Listen to, listen to us twice. Um, uh, once on uh, Spotify, once on Google Podcasts. There you go. There's your homework but- assignment. But don't change anything on our Wikipedia page, please. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Do we have one? I'm gonna make no, one now. No. <laughs> yeah, now go for it. <laughs> there you go. Now you've got that Wikipedia page. All right. We, we, we're doing things, bud. Good work. <laughs> All right, fellas. You guys star. have a. You guys have a good night. <laughs> Bye.